Hi there, Jay here. Welcome to Everyday English with E2. Each week, we focus on English grammar, vocabulary, or pronunciation. In today's episode, we're looking at a super important piece of grammar that is rarely taught indefinite pronouns. We're going to look at 10 really tricky indefinite pronouns. Remember, if you need extra practice on your grammar, including indefinite pronouns, you can do this by going to www.e2school.com. So, what are indefinite pronouns? Well, they're words like another, anybody, anyone, anything, each, either, enough, everybody, everyone, everything, neither, nobody, no one, nothing, one, somebody, someone, something, both, few, fewer, others, several, any, more, none, some, and such. Some of these words might be easy for you, like everyone. So I'm going to skip those and concentrate on the tricky ones, like fewer, each, both, and neither. Each of these words are very common, and they each have a specific meaning. By learning the specific meaning, you'll be much more confident to use them and know that you are using them correctly. In terms of grammar, indefinite pronouns can be a bit confusing because you need to know which verb follows the pronoun. For example, do you say each is or each are? Do you say neither does or neither do? Do you say everybody likes or everybody like? Let's make all of this explicit and learn everything there is to know and we'll start with number one another. Okay, so another has a weird double meaning. It has two meanings. It means one more, or it can also mean a different one. So let's imagine we're in a donut shop. It's the best donut shop in the city. There are chocolate donuts and strawberry donuts, all sorts of donuts. Of course, you can buy one donut a single or singular donut, or you can buy multiple donuts, more than one or plural. Let's say I eat a chocolate donut and it is delicious. I mean, it's the best donut I've ever had, so I decide to order another one. I order one more. So another here means one more. But let's say my friend orders a peanut butter donut and it is disgusting. Seriously, it's gross. She can't eat it. So she takes one bite and then decides she wants another one. For her, another means a different one. So I want another chocolate donut, one more, but my friend wants another donut, a different one, because she can't eat the peanut butter donut. This is one example of the interesting meanings of indefinite pronouns. Now, before we move on, I want to talk about why these words are called pronouns. What is a pronoun? Well, when you think of a pronoun, you're thinking of a word that represents a noun. So, if I take a noun, like donut, this is a thing in the world. I can call it by its name, donut. Or... I can call it using a pronoun like it, or another, or one. Or it might be included in a group of donuts like both, or each. 
Can you hear how the pronoun replaces the noun? We don't need to say donut, donut, donut. We have different ways to refer to the donut using pronouns. Okay, before we move to the next indefinite pronoun, let me remind you that you can find full episode transcripts at the E2 English blog, including this episode and all of our other great podcast episodes. These transcripts are great for reading along as you listen or going back for clarification. Number two, each. Okay, each is an interesting pronoun. To understand how to use each, we need to imagine the donut shop again. And this time we're looking at a lot of donuts. There are hundreds of donuts in this shop, all different colors, all different flavors. And you know what? I want each of them. So what I'm doing with each is referring to the individual donuts within a larger group of them. I can pick out single donuts from all of the donuts and refer to a single donut as each. So my friend asks me, which donut do you want? And I say, I'm unsure. I think I want each and every one. This means I want all of them. And I use each to refer to every single one of them. I could also say each donut looks so good. Ah, did you hear what I said there? Each looks. Each looks. What's going on with the grammar here? Why don't I say each look? Well, when we use each, we are referring to one or singular. One looks. One thing looks. Two things look. No S. So each is singular. Therefore, we make sure we're using the verbs each is, as in each is delicious, each has, as in each has cream in it, each looks or each seems or each tastes, as in each looks delicious, each seems sweet or each tastes amazing. Not all indefinite pronouns are singular, though. We will meet plural pronouns later on in this episode that are different. Let's look at pronoun number three, either. We use the word either when we don't mind which one. We don't really care. So let's say your friend brings two donuts to the table, a chocolate one and a strawberry one. She asks you which one do you want? And you say, either. I don't mind. This means that you don't care if you get the chocolate one or the strawberry one. One or the other, it's all good to you. Now, in terms of grammar, do we say either is or either are? Well, technically, you're supposed to say either is fine. But a lot of native English speakers say either are fine. So both are fine to use. Next up, we have pronoun number four, neither. Okay, so we've looked at either. That means one or the other. Neither, on the other hand, means not this one or that one. Or, as we say, neither this one nor that one. You don't want the chocolate donut or the strawberry donut. None. Zero. You want the peanut 
butter donut. So if you are presented with two options and someone asks, which one do you want? And you don't want any of them. They both look gross. Then you can say neither, neither this one nor that one. What about this weird nor word? It's a funny word. It's only ever used with the word neither. So you will hear either or, and you will also hear neither nor. In a phrase, you can say, I want neither this donut nor that donut, which means you don't want any of the two. Remember, if you want help with your grammar, then check out www.e2school.com. Here, you can sign up for our free grammar course for lots of practice on your laptop or your phone to help you boost your confidence. Let's look at the next indefinite pronoun. Number five, both. Both is pretty straightforward. Let's say there are two donuts on the table, a chocolate one and a strawberry one. Your friend asks you, which one do you want? And you say, both. Both. You want to eat the chocolate one and the strawberry one. There are two and you want all of them or both of them. Now, both means two, right? So if both means two, then the verb is going to change a little bit. So do you say both is or both are? Do you say both does or both do? Do you say both tastes or both taste? This time you drop the S and you say both are delicious, both look good, both taste delicious. So in your mind, Think of both as two things, not one, and then the grammar will magically happen for you. Number six, few and several. I'm putting few and several together here because they mean pretty much the exact same thing. If you say, I want a few donuts or I want several donuts, the meaning is the same. The formality, however, is a little different. Few is used in everyday speech, whereas several is more formal. So you might see several used more in writing. In terms of meaning, they both refer to a number that is not one and not two, possibly three, four, or five, but not a large number. And the number is not specific. That is, it's not an exact number. It could be between three and five, perhaps. There's a little difference in grammar between the two words. When you use few, you need to use an article a. So you say, can I have a few donuts, please? Can I have a few donuts, please? Whereas with several, you don't need an article. You just say, can I have several donuts, please? Of course, you wouldn't say this to someone working at the donut shop because they will be confused. How many donuts do you want? Again, few and several are unspecific. Let's compare those words with number seven, couple. A couple means two. This is a specific number. Of course, in everyday language, we think of a couple as a boyfriend and girlfriend, two people, a couple. But like all pronouns, we can use this word to refer to things as well. So I can say, 
can I have a couple of donuts, please? And this is specific. This means two. The donut seller will know exactly how many donuts I want. Two. Indefinite pronoun number eight, fewer. Okay, this one is interesting, and I'm sure if you understand the word fewer, you will understand it better than almost all native English speakers who often make mistakes with this word. To understand fewer, we need to understand something a bit weird about English, and that is how we make a distinction between things we can count, like one donut, two donuts, three donuts, and things we can't count like water, air, or butter. You can't say one butter, two butters, three butters. For some reason, we think about some things as countable, able to be counted, and some things as uncountable, not able to be counted. And this is where the word fewer comes into play, and this is where it conflicts with the word less. So the rule is this. If you can count the things, you use fewer, as in, I have fewer donuts than my friend. And if you cannot count the thing, you use less, as in, I have less water than my friend. Fewer means a smaller number of, and less means a smaller amount of. That's another great way to see the difference between things you can count and things you can't count. For things you can count, think of them as numbers. One, two, three. And for things you cannot count, think of them as amounts. Another way to think about countable versus uncountable is the difference between many and much. Many refers to things you can count, and much refers to stuff that you cannot count. I have many friends, one, two, three, but I don't have much time to see my friends. Use many for things you can count and much for stuff you cannot count. Fewer donuts in the shop, fewer cars on the road, fewer ideas in my head. Then you have less butter in the fridge, less water in the tap, or less homework after school. Look, to be totally honest, it doesn't matter if you say I have fewer donuts or I have less donuts. Native speakers will totally understand you because they often don't know the difference between less and fewer. But if you do use fewer and less correctly, well, it sounds really good. Indefinite pronoun number nine, any. Any is a strange little word. We use any to refer to a thing or things or stuff, and we are being non-specific about it. We don't mind, we're just curious. So I might say, are there any donuts left in the fridge? Here I'm not referring to a specific number of donuts. I just wanna know if they exist anymore, or did someone eat them all? So I can use any with countable nouns like donuts, or I can use any equally as well with uncountable nouns like water, time, or space, such as, do you have any time after work to meet? Or do you have any water left? Or is there any space in your bag for my t-shirt? I'm just curious about whether or not there is or there isn't something. That's when I use any. Okay, lucky last, and this is a kind of formal one. Number 10, such. 
There are two ways to use such. We can use such as an intensifying adverb to make something seem more intense, like that was such a good game. Such here adds emphasis to the adjective good. It was such a good game. Or sometimes we use such when we want to give an example of something, such as. Ah, did you hear how I used such there? I talk about something, and then I say such as before providing the example. Let's say I want to talk about donuts. I might say, there are lots of donut shops in the city, such as Dunkin' Donuts, Daniel's Donuts, and Fair Dinkum Donuts. So I provide an example or examples by using such as. And one more thing I'd like to mention before we wrap it up is a cool phrase, which is such is life. Such here refers to everything that happens in life, the unpredictability of life. So if something strange, unfortunate, or even fortunate happens to you, you can say such is life. Fantastic. Okay, thanks so much for listening in. Hopefully you found some of that helpful. Remember to check out www.e2school.com to put some of this information, these indefinite pronouns, into practice. I will see you in the next episode.